The reading this morning is taken from the book of Psalms, and it's from Psalm 33, page 538 in the Church Bibles. I'm beginning to read at verse 5. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down and sees all humankind. From his dwelling place he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. This is the word of the Lord. And if you are able, please stand for the gospel which can be found on page 918, Matthew chapter 6, beginning to read at verse 9. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please sit down. Just, I just didn't mean plan to say this, but on the subject of climate change, um, something that David said it really re reminded me of a conversation I had with Benjamin, my youngest son, last night. He's got a bit of a fascination with natural history and dinosaurs, and um, we were re read a new book, I think it's from the school library, about dinosaurs last night. And do forgive me, because I might not get the numbers quite right. I might be the odd tens of millions of years out. But um, what I knew that the dinosaurs lived. Oh, this is where I might be out, and I should know the number, because I've read it lots of times. But something like 70, 170,000, no, 170 million years ago. Um, but what I didn't know when I was reading this book last night, that the dinosaurs were around for 150 million years. We have been on this planet for about 200,000 years. And yet, what have we done? And that was just, it, for me, that was really a humbling moment and thinking of this great history of this planet that God has created and made perfect 
for us? And what, in that very short space of time, have we managed to do? And it doesn't completely relate with the sermon, but it kind of does, because we're thinking about prayer, and we're thinking about prayer in community, and and, and the fact that community is our community here, but it's also our community as a world, and and it's all interlinked, it's all relationships, and it's all about connection. So it, it just felt good to share that. I hope it's helpful for somebody. Now, let's gather our thoughts back to the readings we've just heard. We are, as a church at the moment, looking at how we build and support community. Here, as a church in Seasalter, and within our communities in the world around us, outside of this church. Today, we are looking particularly at how prayer is a valuable tool that we have to create, heal, and strengthen our communities. Now, how many people here have heard of Harry Potter? Yeah, good. I think there's a few. That's good. (laughs) And how many people here have heard of Justin Welby? Yeah, good, good. Now, there's a strange connection. Has anyone seen the There's some podcasts or things on the internet that Justin Welby has done recently about exploring prayer? Um, Quite helpfully, when I run up of me trying to provide a sermon about prayer... And one of them, he starts talking about Harry Potter. I think it's, he's talking about a scene from one of the films about the books um, where the children in, the, in their class are practicing a levitation spell and how they were trying to use the spell to, um, to kind of to, to make things levitate. And the children were having various levels of success. They were kind of getting the spell a bit wrong and there were bits of things flying around the room to different levels. And, and Justin Welby says... Prayer is not a magic spell. It's not like a levitation spell. It's it's something that you can't really get right or wrong. It's it's no special sequence of words that you can do a wrong way. God hears all our prayers, our confident words to the unspoken groans of our heart. God is listening. The Lord's Prayer is not a prescription of the only way to pray. Because of Jesus, we are able to build a relationship with God, to talk to him, to cry with him, to listen to him, to laugh with him, even shout at him. But the Lord's Prayer does give us a really valuable template. Words where there are no words a path to take us from our daily lives, our place in community, to the presence of God. I just want us to look at a little video clip, hopefully, um, which uses the message translation um, of the Lord's Prayer. Um, So the words will sound different to the ones we're used to, but sometimes that shaking up of our familiarity can just help us to unpack those words in a slightly different way. Jesus said to his followers, The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant. They are full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. This is your father you are dealing with, and he knows better than you what you need. With a God like this loving you, 
you can pray very simply like this. Our Father in heaven, our Father in heaven, reveal who you are. Reveal who you are. Set the world right. Set the world right. Do what's best as above, so below. Do what's best as above, as above so below. Keep us alive with three square meals. Keep us alive with three square meals. Keep us forgiven with you and forgiving others. Keep us forgiven with you and others. Keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. Keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. You're in charge. You're in charge. You can do anything you want. You can do anything you want. You're ablaze in beauty. You're ablaze in beauty. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Now it's your turn. Yes, yes, yes. The world is a messy place, isn't it? And I guess if we're honest, our lives as individuals can get a bit pretty messy as well. Sometimes those areas of our lives, our communities and our world, are the most in need of prayer and yet can be the toughest things to pray for. Where do you start? I mean, in the face of so much hurt, so much heartbreak, where do we start? And this, for me, is where the Lord's Prayer really helps. It all starts with God, God our Father. He knows the need. He hears our hearts cry before we say anything. So first of all, open yourself to God. Focus on him. Put him back in charge of you and your life, your priorities and the world. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That's a big prayer. That's powerful stuff. Those words mean so much and invite so much. Open those lines of communication and be prepared to listen. I often find at this point in my prayer that it changes course from the way I think it's going to go as I, take, as I take on God's points and the things that he starts to point to and focus my mind towards things that perhaps he might even want me to change. Now, the pastor of the church that I used to go to in Nottingham when I was a student nurse um, was a man called Peter Lewis, and he wrote a book about the Lord's Prayer. And on the front cover, I've got the book here, and there's one up there, is a picture of a skyscraper. Not something I always think is a very um, Christian kind of, or a very godly thing in many ways. 
But he describes um, prayer as being like a kind of skyscraper. He says, prayer is a kind of skyscraper. It quite literally reaches beyond the skies and gets there. It rises above the landscape while still being firmly grounded in it. It helps us to see the scene from a different perspective and enables us to respond to the needs around us with more perception and wisdom and effectiveness than we would otherwise have. It's an engaged relevance, not an unengaged irrelevance. I thought that's quite powerful. This channel of communication with God, this altered sense of perspective that we get from prayer and the prompt that it may give us to intervene in a situation or make a change, is the key to how prayer is an essential tool for each of us on our Christian journey. As individuals, as family members, as members bound together in our church community and connect groups. As members of our local communities, our work communities, our school communities, and even as individuals in the world. God is at work. He is listening and he's desperate to intervene. And sometimes we might be part of his answer. So dare to keep listening. Another image from the book is of a kite. And it's basically, um, in the book, Peter talks about um, this image that he had of um, prayer being like a boy who's blind flying a kite. And someone, sort of an external person, is kind of looking at him, puzzling about why the boy is enjoying flying a kite so much when he can't see it. And goes up and asks the boy about what, what, or has a conversation with the boy about why, why he's enjoying flying a kite so much. And he said, it's about the pull. It's about that, that uplift, that, that feeling. He can't see the kite, but he knows it's there, and it's still amazing. And that's how, he dis- how Peter Lewis describes prayer to, as being, something that you might not be able to see God but you can still feel his impact as you pray. And that might be on your own, but that might be in groups. And connect groups are a really valuable place for doing that. So I've got one last clip to show um, of the Lord's Prayer. As we said, it's a really valuable prayer used throughout the world in many different languages to talk and listen to God. We are community here. We are also a part of a bigger community of Christians throughout the world, communicating in different ways, but connected by these words as we speak to our one God, who listens, cares, and touches the broken, strengthens the weak, and calls us all to connect more completely and more lovingly with our shared world. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses. Como también nosotros perdonamos a los que nos ofenden. Y no nos deja caer en tentación, sino que líbranos del todo maligno. For thine is the kingdom, el poder, y la gloria. Por todos los siglos de los siglos. Amén. 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 Amén.